Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm Grace Helbig, your host. Very excited to have Rob Hubel with us today. If you don't know him, you probably know him. He's got parts in just about every comedy thing you've ever seen. Currently on Netflix's Medical Police, which we all encourage you to watch start to finish so that they get another season because it's absolutely hilarious. We also take a real unexpected deep dive into what it really takes to be a parent and um, his sordid past with Martha Stewart. It's pretty graphic, so you're not going to want to miss it. Enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep. How often do you look at your own IMDb page? Oh, man. Um, well, driving here was hard because I was like <laughs> swerving. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't look at it very often. Because it's a lot to take in. You uh, have, me specifically? You have quite possibly the longest IMDb page oh. I have ever seen. Yeah, well, it's because like my career has been, I, I'm not on any shows, so I'm just on other people's shows. So I just like jump <laughs> onto other people's shows. Well, this is what I wanted to see if you um, saw this part of your page. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's under trademark. Okay, so this is, I guess, what IMDb has decided is your trademark. Oh, wow. It says... <clears throat> Often plays charismatic, but otherwise loud, ignorant, and obnoxious jerks in what is usually a smaller cameo or guest star role. Isn't that nice? <laughs> That's what they put up Isn't that nice? And what's crazy is I have a publicist. Like, I pay someone a lot of money. <laughs> to scan all of this Every stuff. month. Every month I'm paying this person to, like, get me, you know. Yeah. And we can't. And, like, IMDb is this, is this like, um what's the word impenetrable you cannot mm-hmm. penetrate imdb like uh if your age gets on there you can't like i i tried my age is on there oh. and a lot of people don't want that but sure. i don't really care anymore but like for a while i was like like now i'm so old it doesn't matter but when i was young i was like no, don't put that on. <laughs> oh, um, but like they're really weird about like no that's on there like you can't take it off wow yeah because i remember um because i started to, i did comedy in new york before moving to la and i remember you don't know. don't use that at me like I didn't do that also. I'm trying like, to relate to you yeah. as a human being. I'm trying to find common ground real quick. We both worked the hard streets of New York. The gritty streets before <laughs> gritty was even around. But the I remember it was such a uh, stamp of approval when you had an IMDb page. Oh, yeah. That yeah, it was yeah. massive. And then next was like Wikipedia. But Wikipedia is like IMDb, but with all of their boundaries gone. Like yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. can anyone touch it. Anyone can say anything <laughs> and go in and completely change. Yeah. 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 I've had people do that. And I just I was, like, yeah, I can't even fight it. But isn't that crazy though? Like if there were someone that was like putting together a movie and they're like, wait, who is Rob Hubel again? Let me just look him up. Let me, That's what they would read about me. <laughs> That I'm, I only do cameo roles and I'm always an asshole. You're always a little ignorant yeah. and obnoxious yeah. and um, you're only in smaller cameo guest uh, That's stars. all I want. That's so all I want to do. Those just... people that are coming for you for the A-list nope. uh, leading man roles are just like, oh no. no, he'll pass. So it would be egg on our face to even ask him about this. I love that. that oh, that's the reason I'm not a movie star. <laughs> Because my IMDb page. And the trademark section. I was so close, but then people were like, no. <laughs> um, no, you have been you've been working in everything constantly all the time. Um 
I don't know if that's true, but sure, I'll take that. I like that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I have been really um, lucky to jump around on a lot of other fun. And, and I really like that. Like, um, and I, I, I was being self-deprecating. Like, I've been on some shows, you know, for for a little while, but um, mm-hmm. but nothing huge, you know, that's like defined me. Like, I've sure. never had like an NBC sitcom or something like that, you know, where that's, I've done it for years and years. Sure. So, um, yeah, I've just been lucky to pop up on usually funny shows that are already going and yeah. So can you talk us through the beginning stages of you getting into improv and comedy and that world? Because that's obviously where everything started. Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like it's so boring, but I'll, the, but the short story is but the people that are the curious people, about yeah, yeah, like yeah. how, how do, they yeah. can get their cameo yeah. roles have to start somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you want that sweet cameo money, (laughs) you call me, call me, take my workshop. Um, No, uh, yeah, I just came up through uh, in New York on the tough streets of New York. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just lucky to be in the right place at the right time when UCB was coming together. So I was I was one of those people that was like, oh, wait, what is this? This is a new theater. And so. At that time, I mean, like if I name people, I I, I always get in trouble because I start naming people that I um, started out with and it's all just like white dudes. So it's super <laughs> yeah. embarrassing. But there are some white dudes that I came up with, um, like Shear, you know, Paul Shear and Rob Riggle mm-hmm. and um, Cordry and Ed Helms. And um, so uh, and you met them all through. I UCB. met them all. I didn't know any of those people. Yeah. Oh, and wow. I, I didn't do. I was like in New York. Um, I moved to New York when I was 25 okay. because um, I just wanted to live there for a year. And I didn't from, from I lived in Atlanta. OK, and, so pretty um, big shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I didn't know what I was doing at all. Uh-huh. I, I just moved to New York like I just wanted to the like dream. change my life. Yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, I had like regular job jobs like, okay. um, you know, up until the point I was, tw- you know, so I had like two jobs until uh-huh. I was like 25. And I was like, well, I'm going to go to New York. And I thought that. um. I didn't have the nerve to say like, I want to be an actor or a comedian. Mm. So to like have a clear, yeah, like, yeah. that was too scary. And that mm-hmm. seemed impossible. And like, I didn't, I, I wouldn't know what to tell my parents. So right. I said, um, I wanted to work in advertising because I thought like, oh, if I could like work in advertising, I could write funny commercials. Okay. And that seemed like sort of tangential to comedy, right, you know, like the but, best but, of both worlds, yeah, but still, still real job, yeah, but still being responsible. <laughs> Did you have any prior experience in advertising? No, okay. I, no. and I never got a job in advertising. Okay. No, that was just like my cover. Uh-huh. And so, um, I just kind of like bounced around New York and did, um, I ended up working in production, like behind the camera on shows, okay. like, like working on First as like a PA and then as like an associate producer and like a field producer. Like I worked for like Martha Stewart for a did while. You really? Yeah. I mean, I worked on, you know, uh, this big Christmas special that she did, which was a nightmare. That sounds, uh, oh, yeah. I don't think she does small Christmas specials. No, 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 no. It was amazing. Uh, yeah. She had Aretha Franklin come on for wow. her Christmas special. So you had these two. Um, Titans, uh-huh. uh, who did not get along at all. I was gonna ask, like they, they would not, they would not, um, really talk to each other like off camera and stuff. Wow. And so it became like this very tense, um, cooking segment. I remember they did this cooking segment <laughs> and, um, you know, Martha has this studio that looks like this beautiful Connecticut right, pristine, home. Yeah, yeah. It's so gorgeous. And, um, and Aretha, um, is just very different the way, you know, she, um, 
lives her life and like I think approaches <laughs> cooking and stuff uh -huh. like that. So you know, it's very like down home. Like and so Martha sure. was like sort of like taken aback by that. <laughs> and um, I remember um, Martha's like making some little like perfect fucking turkey. <laughs> for Christmas and Aretha was making this big like country ham uh -huh. and she took out like a big thing and Martha was like Aretha would you um do you are you gonna put something on that and she goes yeah and she took a big thing of mustard and she was like a <laughs> like all over her hand it was almost just like a fuck you to Martha it's yeah. like this is gonna be good like eventually if you get off my back right and then she took like a big a big jug of um some uh it was like ginger ale from Detroit where she's she was just like glug, 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 like, like basting it <laughs> And Martha was like, what is happening? And so then they would finish their things and Aretha's hand would come out and it would look awesome. Uh -huh. and I'm sure it's delicious. And, but Martha kept doing this fucking thing that <laughs> it was so crazy. She would go Aretha. Cause they were trying to transition into this thing where Aretha would sing, uh, like, okay. <laughs> like silent night or something for this Christmas special. Right. So she'd be like, that was great Aretha. Now, how would you like to sing for your supper? What? And literally everyone was like, okay, cut, 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 cut. <laughs> um, Martha, Martha, come over here. Um, let's do that again, but let's just like change up the end. You no know, one has the nuts to say right. to say, Martha, that sounds racist. Yeah. Don't say that. So they're like, um, Martha, just try something else at the very end. So she would like do something else, take out the turkey, take uh, out the ham, and be like, wow, blah, blah, blah. Aren't we lucky to be here? Hey, how would you like to sing for your chef? <laughs> she kept doing it. It was so, it was like a nightmare. Uh, but it also a hilarious comedy moment. Just yeah, to be yeah, like yeah. Well, for me too, like working those early jobs that were not comedy jobs, like right. um, I got to... <laughs> you know, just see how production works and mm -hmm. how, like what a director does and what the writer, you know, what producers do. Right. And so that was really valuable. But, um, you know, I, I just wanted to get away from that sort of job and uh -huh. into like real comedy stuff. So, um, sort of my first comedy TV jobs were also behind the scenes, but I worked for Michael Moore, on a TV show for about a year. And then I worked for the daily was that, show. That was the HBO show. No, he did a show way back, um, called the awful truth, which okay. was like, um, him going around and fucking with, um, yes. you know, evil companies mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that and congressmen and stuff like that. So we got to do really cool stuff, but, um, yeah. So that was sort of like my first, he was sort of the person that gave me a, a my first chance at like writing a comedy bit and he would go do it, you know? Oh, cool. So that was really cool. And then, and then like, I got to go to the daily show from that. And, but I, I wanted to be on the daily show mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, you know, setting up shoots and, and field producing pieces for people. And I was just like, I wanted so bad to be on the show. Yeah. But once I was kind of in that world is like a produce as like a field producer i was sort of stuck you're but, too um, valuable in that so important <laughs> so important but also that's good for you at that moment to like how it sounds like you gain clarity more and more and being like i actually want to be on camera well that was cool is that like um i think it took me a long time i was just like comedy adjacent for yeah. a long time because i wasn't like i just wasn't um i didn't know how to do it i didn't know right. you know like now there's so many ways to get into comedy and so many different ways to approach mm -hmm. it. But like, I didn't know how, what, what I was doing. And so I just thought, well, if I can just be close to comedy, <laughs> maybe I could kind of come in the back door. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I'll just sneak weird. in. One of them is going to leave the door open yeah, and I'll just run right idiot. in. Yeah. Yeah. And they did. 
They did literally actually one night <laughs> at Martha Stewart. They um, Wait, how we, long did you work at Martha Stewart? It book? was just for like six months. It, okay. was, for, it was for this one okay. Christmas About, special. Like, years. <laughs> yeah, but we were we were at one of her houses in Connecticut, uh -huh. and I was leaving one night, and uh, and and I had left her property, and I realized I left my backpack, and I was like, <gasps> oh fuck, I left my backpack in Martha's house. So I hopped this fence, this giant <laughs> fence, security fence, and like ran up and like snuck back into Martha's house and like, and someone like some servant, you know, was like, hello. No, and I was God. like, I'm so sorry. Like, please don't kill me. You know, it was like some old white ghost, you know, yeah. like, a, and I was like, please don't kill me. I just forgot my book bag. But. Oh, that's, I like that. Instead of, um, telling, uh, your boss, you took it upon yourself to do a small <laughs> to, heist of to, yeah, <laughs> Martha Stewart. To assassinate Martha Stewart. <laughs> oh, that's so bonkers. Um, but also, those are, you know, the learning grounds. Those are your stomping grounds. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it, that sort of stuff is helpful because, like, you know, when you are just starting out, like, I, I think that – and you – I don't know exactly your trajectory, but, like, you probably – didn't have the um the room to fuck up as much because i feel like you were like sure. on like you were you started doing your own thing and so yeah. you kind of have to know like well what is my take on everything like sure. what is my sort of like what do i angle? add to this yeah yeah and um and i had a long time to figure that out like because i was just sort of like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what i'm doing you know yeah but it's also watching like i think one of the most valuable things um in coming up is just like doing everything like trying yeah. to be a part of everything trying to say yes to everyone's shoot that they ask you to do or oh, every little sure. job that they ask you to yeah. do because you pick up something whether it's a story or a skill in like every single one of those opportunities i totally agree like uh yeah i did i mean now i'm very no to everyone that asks <laughs> yeah. me everything um, grace can you I do my you student to... film but that... i think at one point in your life you should be saying yes to everything yeah for sure like um for sure i mean like when we were starting out like yeah we would just do you know run around and shoot funny videos and put them on youtube and like yeah. that's how we got um we me and sheer and uh our other friend aziz did this show human giant on MTV, show. but that all came from just that sort of thing that you're yeah. talking about. I was like, do you guys want to get together on Saturday and just shoot something funny? I got, we can go in this office and we can shoot something funny. And then like, well, you know, you do that for a while and then you have like, Oh, we've got six sketches, you know, the, it's so cool. Cause that was at the time that like, you know, internet was starting to be the, uh, a <laughs> the thing. beginning of the internet. Yeah. The yeah. internet door started to open a little bit. And so I'm always curious, like for you guys, when you're, you're starting out and doing things on your own and then it transitions to TV. Like how much changed or if anything, like, uh, as far as like what we could do. Yeah. And, did you well, feel like, okay, now we have a bigger platform, but we have to abide by different rules now. Yeah. Well, we were, um, again, it was one of those things where I just got, we got very lucky with, um, the, the guy that was running MTV at the time, mm. Um, was this really sweet guy who was sort of stuck doing all these reality shows. He was doing like The Hills and, um, you know, all the, the things that changed my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like he was a big comedy fan mm. and like and kind of liked he liked sort of like the old MTV, which was like really kind of weird shows. Yeah. But MTV was totally changing, becoming what it is now, you know, like this very like mainstream and. And, and they, you know, to their credit, like sort of broke out with like all of those reality shows and stuff. But I think he was kind of still um, a little bit bored by that. So, sure. so we were just this like weird little punk rock sketch show. And, um, and he, it was almost just like, 
I don't even know why. Literally, he was like, I don't even know why you guys are on the channel. I think you guys are really funny. I don't think anyone else is going to watch it, but I'll put you guys on and you can do whatever you want. But the only thing we had to do is we had to go in and pitch him once a week, new sketches and stuff. Oh. And it was just fun for him sure. to like laugh and be like, oh, that's fun. Hey, what if you guys did that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was like a comedy nerd also. So and he so, has his outlet with you guys yeah. to be able to express comedy. And that's comedy. how we had that job. And so we never really had to change what we were doing to sort of make it more accessible to sure. people that watched MTV. It was almost just like this fucking outlier that was like, it's so great. Though. Oh, I don't know. This is this weird thing that you, that, that you probably won't like, but here it is. You sure, know? But, now but that was a good spot for us. Yeah. It's, it seems like right place, right time situation. Yeah, also, yeah. you get to be in the MTV hall of fame with the Carson Daly's <laughs> and everything now. Sure. I mean, Did you guys it, all still hang out to be part of the MTV <laughs> family is you know, it's a lifelong um, uh, responsibility. Yeah, it's a it is a family. It's like juggalos. <laughs> it's exactly like juggalos. Uh, so okay, now you're you're in the world where you get to work with friends, which is like the greatest gift anyone's ever given. Isn't that the best? It's so it's so. What if you cool. didn't have that? What if you had to go? I don't know. I guess I'd be in advertising. Stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what advertising is. Yeah, that's what advertising. Uh, is. I yeah, I think about how bonkers it is that you know I get to work with friends on a lot of projects, and that yeah. people get to just do that all Isn't the time. It, but it. it it is like it's it's weird because we know people and, you know, doing this podcast will cross paths with people that are doing similar things. And yeah. you're like, oh, everyone's doing it. And like right across the street is Netflix and yeah. right down the street is. But, you know, so there's all this like there's all this huge media like right around us. Right. And so we just think like that's how it is. But yeah, it's not like most people, you know, it's really hard and you have to go to your fucking boring job and uh -huh. like you don't want to do that you want to like make your own thing yes. that you think is funny or cool or yes. interesting a hundred percent yeah we're lucky um well okay we're gonna take a quick break when we get back i want to talk about um the way that you instagram oh, because no. it's very fascinating to me <laughs> and of course medical please so we'll be right back with more not too deep We're back. We're back. Mm, um, oh, thank you so much, Grace, for this delicious homemade treat. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Did you bake these? They're so good. Oh yeah. Um I'm I'm very into you are baking. So good in the kitchen. I know that about you. You're thank always you. cooking and baking and I've tried I I play with hot things sometimes and I just see what happens. I just throw stuff in the oven and see what comes out. <laughs> uh okay, what is your relationship with social media? Um, I don't love it. I don't love sure. it. Do you, do you? No, you love it. I don't love it. No. You, it seems like you would love it. Uh, that is how it seems. <laughs> From what I know of you. <laughs> yeah. I think that is what it seems like to anyone that like quote works on the internet that they should love yeah. the internet. I think it has um, some great qualities to Every it. Every now and then I'll see a little corner of the internet. I'm like, oh, that's so oh, beautiful. I wish so the whole thing could be like that. Yeah. Um, but it's really just a fucking knife fight. It's just like. Yeah. Rah. You have to use a lot of knives to get to that good corner yeah, 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 yeah. the internet. You have to slit a lot of throats <laughs> to find the little, yeah. you know, smiling puppy. Oh, God, I know. I try to find the silliest, dumbest stuff. Um, yeah, but, but you, like, you Instagram and I you do, I do. tweet. I do. I used to do a lot more on Twitter before um, Trump. And I don't <clears throat> know if your audience is a very pro-Trump. 
that's I'm sure they're all Trump. That's the, we're pulling You're, the wool yeah. over your face right here. I have some um, pamphlets I'd like you to but, take a look at. But I, but like I used to try on Twitter for you know for years to like write jokes and just be yeah. kind of like a weird like. Well, just, that's how like, it started. Twitter yeah. started as primarily a joke writing platform. Yeah, and it was really fun. And then, um, yeah, for me, like once Trump got elected, it just like I wasn't in the mood to joke about stuff. For, right. Yeah. For, and it's still hard. Like sometimes I'm like. We're this is we are in fucking dark times and yeah. like I'm just worried a lot mm -hmm. so it's hard. We're well, also a family man now, so like you have man. things to really worry about. So, yeah, the I, future have, of I know. The world. I have a daughter to protect, but um, but yeah. So um, so for a while, I think I fell down the hole of like I can't participate anymore. In yeah, that. like I can't just make dumb fart jokes or whatever. Um, but just recently I've started to kind of dip my toes back into that. And so, yeah, uh, but, but I've enjoyed Instagram more, I think now, cause I, I didn't do Instagram for a long time. Cause it just, I, I felt like, Oh, I got Twitter. I'll just do that. Right. But like, once I got into Instagram, I was like, Oh, this is way better. And Instagram's a little less nivey. Yeah, I, I feel yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it is very humble braggy, but that's what it is. We all know that. It that's, can be cringy, but at yeah. least it's not like, um, Deeply, darkly depressing. Yeah, it's not depressing. <laughs> I do get jealous on Instagram. I don't know okay. if you if you feel like yeah. that at all. Like sometimes, if I if I'm not doing anything, like mm -hmm. if I if I like have like a couple days where I'm just like not working or something, I, like I'll look on people and I'm like, oh god, oh no, oh no, what's he doing? Oh no, oh that looks great. Why aren't I doing <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. Why didn't they call me? You know. So yeah. that Or it's like you see someone that's on like an awesome trip. Uh huh. You'll be like, hey, that trip. We got to go on more trips. Why don't, oh, why don't I? I'm a terrible dad. <laughs> it's it's yeah. more self-reflecting depression yeah. that it gives you, um, which I think is the point, right? It's supposed I think to, so. It's supposed to maybe indirectly motivate you to live a better curated <laughs> life in some way. Is, is that the goal? <laughs> but when I look at yours, just to let you know, it looks like you're having a lot of fucking fun. <laughs> well, lately I've just been posting for medical police, but um, right. But I, I started to do, I kind of like doing, like being a weirdo. Like yeah. I, I started to do this thing where, um, where I, I kept finding groups of people that were meeting up without me. Yeah. And, and so I would take it. And usually it was just like, I'd be out somewhere and I'd see like a, gr a group of like middle-aged men and they're like bicycle tights and they'd be like 50 guys in a parking lot, you know, after like some sweaty bike ride. Uh -huh. And so I'd take a picture of like me in the foreground and them in the background. And uh, then I would just go off on them. I'd be like, you know, I just saw my cycling group meeting up. <laughs> So I, I sort of like that persona of of like the weirdo sort yeah, of. Yeah, you've created this almost meme for yourself <laughs> yeah. on your Instagram where you have, you take photos of yourself in front of people doing something and then you put text over it, something to the point of um, fuck them, they're on thin ice. Yeah, I'm putting, I'm putting everyone on thin ice <laughs> yeah. because they betrayed me. Everyone, yeah. oh, it was killing me this morning when I was looking at it. I was like, so everyone's on thin ice. Everyone's on go. thin ice. Yeah, I think the most recent one I might, I can't feel like I might have peeked it out now because I found a whole bunch of um, old women in a swimming pool. They were uh -huh. doing like one of those aerobics classes for old people. <laughs> yes. And so I took that picture and I said, like, you know, this was my ice skating team who I put on thin ice, but I didn't know that it would end in tragedy. <laughs> so, so stupid. But it's just like, oh, that feels like a good place to end. Oh, uh, it's great. Also, maybe a good place when you're taking, um, you're a grown man taking photos of a women's water aerobics class. Listen, you do. I, I, I've been busted a few times. Like, I you know, do, you, do you do that? Do you ever like if you see someone that's yeah. like, you know, a weirdo or someone that's doing something crazy? Do you try to like put yourself? I used to do it so much more. Yeah. Um, 
and I felt like I was very sly about it. And yeah. I mastered the idea of being like, oh, no phone reception when the phone's up there. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I got to yeah. put it down here now and use it. And uh, but I think because I'm a, a younger female, I have a tendency to maybe fly under the radar more yeah, than you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a six foot plus male. Yeah. Uh, so I think yeah, you, you, you might, might be a little more sly. Well, I was at a restaurant the other night. No big deal. I can afford it. Oh, and, wow. um, <laughs> Okay. With, it was like a little diner with my daughter and there was this um, group of guys that were all together eating and it was like a big long table, but they were all dressed not as Nazis, but it was an unidentifiable <laughs> like army unit, but like old timey army, you know, okay. but it wasn't like you, it was like some sort of imaginary or fantasy army and all wearing the same, all wearing the same uniform. Uh -huh. And then a couple girls that were so, sort of dressed in like period dress, also like old timey dresses. <laughs> And I was like, at first I thought it was like fucking Nazis. And I was like, I was going to go over and be like, guys, not cool. Yeah. But I still don't know what it was. And so I figured out it's not Nazis. So I tried to do that thing of taking a picture of me with them in the background. But I got too nervous because it was so perfect. Yeah. And, uh, but I blew it. Like oh, I just, no. I didn't get a good one. And I was trying to do it where I was, I've never done this before. I was using my daughter. <laughs> I held her in one arm and I, I acted like I was taking a picture of me and her. And oh. really I framed her out and it was me and these Nazis. That's a good dad. But uh, yeah. So wow. you, yeah. And you still walked away with no information. With nothing. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it was. So I mean, the jury's still out on whether it was a. I don't think it's situation. Nazis. I don't know if I'm going to go back to the restaurant. I, I won't bring my daughter back. I will not bring my daughter back. <laughs> Yeah, that, you got to draw the line somewhere. I mean, that's, I think, a good place to draw the line. But if there's Nazis eating here, we're not going in. The good thing is you did um, open the floodgate to now um, taking advantage of having a child in a situation to capture social media. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, that's probably <laughs> the main point of having Do you? I don't know if you have kids. I do not. Well, you should have some because... But my dog is usually yeah, that pawn yeah. for me. Well, with kids, it's even better because you can use them to like get on planes early before uh, other people. Yes. <laughs> like our daughter is three, but... um, And, you know, you can board early if your child is, I think, under two. And so now she's like fucking... She's like clearly not two. <laughs> she's too big. But we still try to board with her, uh -huh. you know, and she's like... And now she can say like, no, daddy, I'm three. You know, oh, I'm like, no. Shh, be quiet. We're getting on the plane. <laughs> you know, so you can, yeah, you can use your kids to like do, to get free stuff. That's like, cool. Yeah. It's really a great perk. Good to know. You know, I'm at the age where I need to start thinking about if I'm going to go down the kid route or you, not. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, that's, I would say that's the only reason though, <laughs> yeah. is just to cut lines, you know, get mm -hmm. on planes early. Sometimes if you're at um, like a grocery store and they're handing out free samples, you yeah. can get more because you have a kid you have mouths to feed yeah literally. also um uh people like to give kids stickers so if you like sticker <laughs> if you grace like stickers oh, okay you can get a lot of free stickers wow. if you have a, a child i hadn't yeah i hadn't really let myself tumble down that thought but path. other than that other than the free sticker and uh -huh. like I don't, I wouldn't do it. I yeah. wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll consider, but yeah, I yeah. have time. But take it all. I mean, you know, think in. about it and, and just way... let us know. Let us know. You have till the end of the day. <laughs> With and the way the technology is going, I don't know if stickers are going to be currency or obsolete. <laughs> like, I don't stickers know. are the new money. <laughs> uh, is there anyone that you, um, I, I don't like to use the phrase hate follow, but hate follow on social media or just like, like the check in Ooh. with here and there because I, they're fascinating. Uh, I can't say, I can't say their name, but, uh, okay, but, 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 but let me say this, let me say this. Yes. 
I'll say this and I won't give it away. Uh, are we filming? Oh no, we're filming this too. So I can't even mouth it to you, but, um, yeah, there are some actor okay. guys that, um, that I, uh, am not really a fan of, gotcha. but that do really well. This is terrible. This is going to make no, me sound no, like no, a terrible no, person. Because I it's think fine. It's fine. I, we all do it. I yeah. also have people that I follow that I'm just like oh, fascinated. I get them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of frustration there, but also just a complete like confusion and fascination with the way they live their lives. Et cetera. Well, and also what they put on Instagram, yeah. like, you know, uh, very like earnest posts about like <laughs> acting. Yeah. and fucking doing the work <laughs> like shut your mouth yeah, like, yeah. Sh no one cares <laughs> but then they continue to do well and it drives me crazy yeah so um so i don't follow them but i do periodically go and check, check in, in on, on them. them but just to follow them like would be you're giving um, into the system that you want broken yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's hard. Well, I feel like also because you've been involved in so many shows that are like parody of reality television or parody of like cultural shenanigans. Yeah. Like, do you watch reality TV? Do you like I feel like it's kind I, of part of your job to keep up with everything. I do, but not um, not as much as I should um, because I'm just tired. Like we, our, our <laughs> child is three and mm -hmm. like she just makes me tired. Yeah. Like, um, and she also gives me colds. Like I have a cold right now. You know, these <laughs> yeah. are these are reasons that you really want to write this down: colds uh -huh. and tiredness. Got it. Two and things you know. Things <laughs> a lot of people overlook as uh, positives. Um, well, the thing is, people get sucked in with the sticker thing. Like, mm. the, like <laughs> and you really got to think about it, Grace. But um, but uh, so I don't watch as much reality as I used to. But um, what's uh, your go-to? Well, right now we're watching Cheer on Netflix. Uh, have, you, have you watched that? All in one day. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So we are, uh, we're. Um, it's pretty great. I also did the whole deep dive, went on all their Instagrams. Oh, my wife None is of them so are following me. Yeah. I got listen to slightly this. mad about that, but then I realized I'm way out of the demo of the, what they're watching. Oh, listen, they would not know who I. Here's how bad it is. And I'll just say, because this isn't so embarrassing, but like. Uh, we our show medical police and i'm not trying to plug it but our show no, just started it. on on netflix about right. the same time that their show started and uh aaron hayes and i who's on the show and i we went over to netflix for like a meeting uh -huh. and they were like oh the cheer guys are here you know all the people from cheer are here yeah. do you guys want to meet them and we're like yes yeah yes please bring them up. we want to meet them and like they never came around and we were like what 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 <laughs> What happened to the cheer people? And they're like, oh, they got really busy. And, they, you know, but uh. so so that was like th that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. And then I said, so I emailed like a marketing person and I, uh. I was like, oh, this is a great idea. Let's do like a cross promotional thing where I'll tweet about cheer and how much I love them. Yes. And I'll post a bunch of stuff. Earnestly. Yeah, yeah. And I do. And they can tweet about medical police. <laughs> this is me. This is my dumb. Your marketing My brain. marketing background. Gears are yeah. going. Yeah. So, uh, so the guy at Netflix was like, um. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Like they're <laughs> fucking rock stars. Um, like they're they don't... up here, you yeah. guys. Yeah. And I don't right. know if you know they're where medical police is. Currently right now. taking a helicopter off of the roof of Netflix to I mean, it is bonkers how big cheer has blown up. Yeah. And that's why I was gonna ask because it's Netflix family. Like, have you guys had a mixer? Do you guys get oh, to know I each would other? Love it. I would Just love a quick it. speed I, I am dating a little round. bit worried though, because what is the future of what do you do? Um, um, after that, like, because I don't That's know. That's the $64,000 dollars question. It's a two-year school, and then there's like, there's no future in that sport. It's that's so wonkers to me. Like, why that's what I. Why didn't... don't you and I start a league, uh, mm -hmm. like a, and just 
Yeah. It can be just after that. You know, it'll be like. Yeah. And it's everyone can join and we can uh, sort of like rival that monopoly that owns the cheerleading network that makes all the parents that don't have the money to pay for the network yes. have to figure out how to stream it. Yes. I don't know if you've gotten that far no, in the but series. I but I've heard about that. Yeah. Um, there is no rival network. They have kind of this monopoly. Oh so there's opportunity. Or we start some sort of like um, group therapy for the fallen cheerleaders oh, that have the no future. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, and the injured ones because they get hurt so much all hurt. the time. And listen, they're getting like head injuries. Yeah. They, like, they're like clunking their heads on other people's heads. So if your daughter wanted to pursue cheerleading. No, absolutely no. okay. not. Absolutely not. No Completely way. out of the question. It's not going to happen. Well, I don't know. She could be – it's so dangerous. I don't know. Well, you also – she's now um, – by proxy exposed to this world of acting and all of this now too. So is that something you're concerned about? Um, I mean, I don't, she doesn't know what I do. Like if she uh -huh. doesn't know, like my wife used to do the news here in LA uh, on NBC in the morning. Uh -huh. I don't, why am I plugging NBC? <laughs> They're huge fans. So guys, give them that shout out. Watch NBC <laughs> the morning news. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. But after we had the baby, um, my wife has not been back to work since then, but, mm -hmm. um, uh, but so our daughter doesn't really know what I do. You know, okay. like I'll, I'll say vaguely, like every now and then I'll um, I'll put on something uh, like she'll see something on my phone uh -huh. that's really weird. Like I did something with um, uh, where I was in a, like a bald cap and I was in the makeup trailer. And so I ripped it off. And so it looks like I'm ripping off my scalp yeah. and my face and my head. Uh -huh. And, you know, it's really it's funny to us because we're adults. But right. to a three year old, it's like, what the fuck is that's happening? <laughs> Why does first of all, why does this man look like you who's bald? And also, right. why is why are, is he ripping off his head? His skin. And then you're underneath him. That, yeah. you know. <laughs> so that so she'll see stuff like that, but she doesn't know what I do. And mm -hmm. I think that's fine. Like I would love it if she didn't know for a long time. Yeah. Because well, I don't really want her to. Is she at the age now where like memories start happening? So that's good I to hope flood not. her with all the weird I ones. Hope not. <laughs> That she can just recall in therapy when she's like 25. And she's like, yeah. my first memory is my father being scalped by himself. I know. Well, my <laughs> wife is also like, we both act very weird around. Like, we're all, uh, yeah. always just doing like weird bits, you know, like uh -huh. coming in with, you know, uh, you know, hiding from her, like for no reason, just like yeah. suddenly disappearing and hiding and then like <laughs> scaring her. Like, we love to scare her. <laughs> it's so fun. Like, she'll go down. Like she'll, she'll turn the corner and like all of a sudden there's like a, there's this hallway in our house. It's like, now we just like turn out the lights and we like hide in this closet and just to like scare her. Cause she loves it. I mean, it seems like she loves it. I don't I hope we're not traumatizing her, but like, so yeah, it's so write that down too. That's another yeah. perk of having a kid is terrorizing. Well, that's them. the only, I mean, one of the only reasons I'd want to have a kid is for Stickers those reasons and, and that you can terror. tell them anything you can, you can tell you are their resource to what the world is. Isn't it for crazy? Years, so I you can know. really feed that brain with complete nonsense. Garbage, garbage, <laughs> which is a true privilege as a parent. <laughs> yeah. I'm right now trying to explain robots to her and like that. That's a oh, okay. really hard thing to figure out. You know, so you don't want to explain what you do for a living, but you really want her to understand what well, robots Because we, my wife and I started like acting like robots one day and we're like, we're, we are the robots. We, you know, cause we uh -huh. thought it was funny. And she was like, so she started doing it, but then she's like, what is a robot? Like, yeah. what is that? And we're like, well, it's like a person, but it's a machine. You know, it's really hard to explain that. It's uh, almost impossible to explain to a child. It's really, there's a few things that are really hard. Like um, uh, she, 
she recently it's hard to explain death to anyone but like but <laughs> But like trying to explain death to her. Oh my God. It's so, it's in like, I, I started talking before I knew what I was saying. Yeah. Um, because my mom passed away, uh, uh, a couple of years ago. And then I think my wife and I sort of casually said like, oh, um, you know, grandma is an angel now, you know, Uh just to, for simplicity's sake, you know? And, um, so then over at Christmas, she saw like um, a, a kid dressed up as an angel. And so in her mind, that kid is it's dead. dead. <laughs> you know? and we're like, oh, um, well, angels aren't, well, you know, there's just no, you yeah. know, you find yourself in these like weird traps trying to explain things. Explain, yeah. I, I heard um, uh, friends of mine who are parents trying to figure out how to explain to their son where, what a sneeze is. Mm, like mm-hmm. he sneezed and he didn't know he's like scared of it. Yeah. And how do you, I don't even know how to explain a sneeze to an adult, Yeah, let alone a child. My and daughter like, sneezes. You'll never know when it's going to happen, but it might happen again to you. Yeah. My daughter sneezes and laughs like, cause she likes the way it feels. Oh yeah. That's yeah. good. So, and then she just got fucking snot, you know, <laughs> but she's just like laughing cause the way it feels. Oh, what a sweetheart. She's gonna, she's okay. She's gonna know. be a real creative well, Uh, She might be terrorized. (laughs) Okay, we're going to take one last break. When we get back, we have a bunch of internet questions for you. So we'll be right back. Oh, no, the internet. Speaking of, uh, we'll be right back. More Not Too Deep. Before we get to the Twitter questions, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest oh God. that is on the podcast. How I lost my virginity. Well, Grace, I was Yeah, I should start for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first question is to tell us who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Oh, Trump, for sure. Trump, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't popular even. Answer. Yeah. Okay, well, then I'll do a different one. Um, um, throw cold spaghetti. Um, there was a guy... Um, one time I was rushing to the airport in uh-huh. Charlotte, North Carolina, and, uh, there was a, it's a two lane highway going to the airport. I'll, I'll be short with this. Uh-huh. And, um, it was early in the morning and I looked at my rear view mirror and there was a guy coming up behind me and there were only two lanes and there's, you know, there weren't a ton of people on the road, but anyway, he, this guy's like, hong, 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 hong. and I was going like 80, uh-huh. but this guy like had to get past me. Oh God. So like I get over and I'm like, whatever. And like, I really slowed this guy down. He like pulls up next to me and um, he's like, and he rolls down his window. He's like, fuck you, fuck you, you fucking asshole. Screaming at me. And then all of a sudden he lost control of his car. And we're both going like 80 miles an hour. Uh And I was just like watching this person freak out. So all of a sudden he lost control of his car and his car like, like he kind of got Got it back, uh-huh. but the car kind of like jumped up in the air and like, and he almost went off the highway, but then like got it back. Wow. And I started laughing so <laughs> hard. It, like he almost killed himself yeah. just to tell me. Because of his own rage. Yeah. So th- I think I would throw cold spaghetti at that guy. Yeah. That makes total sense. If you're sense. listening to this, I know he's a fan. Yeah. If you're, if you're listening just, to this, bro. He drives a lot. So he listens to lots oh, of podcasts. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, dog. <laughs> Yeah, that's, oh, that's so miserable and also, like, so 
like uh, darkly satisfying and oh, a little bit. Isn't it way. great when people yeah. get so mad? He didn't at get you. hurt. He didn't get hurt. He's yeah, fine. I know. But he just yeah. shook himself oh, up a little bit. I would have felt terrible <laughs> if he had like rolled his car Oof. and like, oh. That yeah. would have been awful. Um, okay. The other question is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call. Ooh. However, Right you can only, now. Well, it's happening <laughs> right this minute. You can only tell us in three words or three small phrases. So okay. uh, mine is college jogging front lawn. Oh, gosh, Grace. That's yeah. too much information, I yeah. would say. Yeah, tell me about that's it. That's a lot. Okay. Um, uh, well, I think I can say it in three words, which is just a term, uh-huh. but um, Boy Scout camp. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much sums it up. Yeah, and you get patches for that, or badges, or whatever. Yeah, you, you get a little merit badge. <laughs> yeah, if you shoot your pants. Yeah. We're surviving. Yeah, <laughs> you have to figure out the wilderness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so many mems. Uh, okay, let's get into some Twitter questions for okay. you. Someone wants to know: Could you point out your butthole in a lineup? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Someone submitted that. Someone took the time on a keyboard on a keyboard to type that out specifically for me. Or is this specifically for you? Could you point out your butthole in a lineup? Everything is spelled correctly. There's no punctuation. Um, It's from someone at F H F K (laughs) underscore N G D M at buttholes.com. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could. I mean, it depends if it was like, you know, a few people. (laughs) Yeah. How big is this lineup? Yeah, it dep- yeah. If it was like a hundred people, no way, yeah. no way. Yeah, and I don't think, I don't, I don't think many people could. Yeah, if I it don't was a hundred so. people, I know, no way. Yeah, actually, that is a great idea for a TV show. There's no reason yeah. we're wasting time. We should uh, go. Game shows are back. We should go right across the street to Netflix and pitch this show, and come back, and we'll finish the podcast oh, later. Yeah. The Navarro cheerleaders are still there. (laughs) (laughs) They're still hanging out over there. Um, Okay. Which cheese do you think is the sexiest that really turns you on? Oh, that's a reference to um, the league. There was this – I used to do – uh, guest spots on the league right. with Sheer and um, Manzukas and all those guys. And there was a scene where um, my character had sex with a big thing of cheese. Mm. So that person is saying that. I would say uh, Swiss cheese because okay. it has pre-made holes. <laughs> it's easy access. Okay. Yeah, it's just easier. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's just going to take so long. Yeah, well, otherwise, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, do you get people coming up to you and – referencing things from shows like in that. person yes really um, well specifically there's only a couple things um the league is one that yeah. was like a, a like sports bro right, right. show and um uh, <laughs> it's funny because like those uh th- that audience is like just like bros like football bros like because it's, it's about like- fantasy football which i don't know anything about uh-huh and um, so, yeah, but those guys were like so into the show and, and it's not at all what, how I perceive myself or like, <laughs> so sometimes, yeah, like usually like airport bars, there's oh, like, okay. yeah. Or like, or like dudes um, that work at TSA, like, like the screener. I, I don't know uh, why in airports, that's sort of where. That's where you spend a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the league I would say, and then, um, 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 yeah, but there's other stuff too. Um, like I, I did like, th- this is a crazy thing. The office is, uh, there's a podcast here about the office. Yeah. The, um, I did like two episodes or three episodes of the office, like way back. Uh-huh. And, um, 
and my character's bit was dating Steve Carell's girlfriend and trying to like steal her from him. Uh, and her name was Holly. Yeah. And my wife in real life in real life is named Holly. And so sometimes I'll have people out of nowhere come up to me and very menacingly say like, you stay the fuck away from Holly. Oh you God. stay away from her. <laughs> and so it's really alarming, you wow. know, cause I don't know, like, is this an old boyfriend right. from my wife's life? Yeah, yeah. Am I in danger or is this just a fan of the office? Wow. Yeah. Cause one day it might not be a fan of the office. Yeah. It's going to be like my wife's high school boyfriend, <laughs> you know, Brad with a knife. Uh, um, do people ever come up to you and think you're someone else yeah or uh, not be able to place you oh all the time yeah, yeah yeah well um yes people come up to me people think that um um uh, yes and but but the not placing me thing is is that happens a lot does that happen to you yeah Do people I, know who you are sometimes but i also don't like because some people will be like do i know you from tv and i'm like Technically, no. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It, and so, it's always kind of presumptuous to like. For try sure. And, and I've been burned. Dots. I've been burned on Have that. Have you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, same thing. A woman in an airport said, um, like, oh, um, did we go to high school together? And I was like, oh, that's adorable. Oh, no. That's that's so sweet, lady. Um, no. I'm on television. And she was like, Oh no, you're Rob Hubel. You went to Annandale High School in Annandale, Virginia. And I was like, Oh, hi, Kathy. How are you? <laughs> like it was someone oh I went God. to high school with. Yeah. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah. Just to, and for just, her to know that you didn't get a big head after you moved no, away to Hollywood. I'm just a, yeah, I'm just a cool dude, keeping it real. Um, okay. Shira wants to know best thing about going back to work with everyone on medical police after children's hospital. The best thing, because for um, people that don't know, this is a spinoff. It's a spinoff of Children's Hospital. Yeah. Well, the best thing is um, that the all of the people that we did Children's Hospital with are, and I know everyone says this all the time because I get annoyed when I hear it, but like mm -hmm. everyone on this show is so fun to be around. Yeah. Like, Ken Marino, I would I would move in with Ken Marino <laughs> if he would have. Like I would leave my <laughs> wife and child. <laughs> And go live with Ken if he would have me. That's a, but, yeah, um, that's a great sign of respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, but yeah, everyone's just really fun to be with. And so, um, for some reason too, when we were making Children's Hospital, and then later when we got to make Medical Police last year, it, it's just one of those rare situations where um, no one was there telling us what to do. So it was just cool. like there's like no adults in the room. Yeah. So it just becomes like a fun fuck around with your friends. Yeah. You know? And whoever's directing, like I feel feel bad for them because it's like herding cats. <laughs> right, you know? It's right, like, right. guys, we have to shoot this today. And, you know. <laughs> Ken's taking his shirt off or what, yeah. you know, but, um, having fun. yeah. So, so I think that's the best thing is just hanging out with people that you genuinely like and, and I don't get to see very often anymore. Yeah. Cause how long was it between the two series? Wow. That's a good question. I don't even know. I think, um, a few years, I think. So it's almost, it's like a little, it's a reunion. Yeah. 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 Like and and like we're reunion. all friends. Like I see Lake, Lake has kids that are about, um, the same age as my daughter mm -hmm. and, um, I see Cordry a lot and, uh, uh, but you know, but like I don't see Henry Winkler very much, and Henry right. Henry married me and my wife. Did he in, really in real life? Yeah. Wow. And so, um, so he married, and but like I don't get to see him very much. Sure. So it's just fun to be yeah. around all of those. All the people. you're hanging out with all your buds. Yeah. And getting paid to do it. I know. Such is uh, such is life. Um. Okay. Let's see. I have a feeling this is um a quote 
from something? How can we redesign adult diapers so they feel more 21st century? How can we redesign adult diapers? I don't know if that is a reference to something. Maybe. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, one time in Children's Hospital, uh, I did wear a diaper. So maybe that's that. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> it was pretty fun. It was actually, it was like, it was very like, um, it made me want to wear more diapers. Really? Yeah. It it was really like somehow they found a big one. It was probably one of those like depends or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was very. They like, make adult diapers. Well, you I think start I'll, wearing. I, I might start doing it just because it does save time. You can go pee pee <laughs> and like you don't have to like. Oh, excuse me, guys. I got to go out of the meeting yeah. right now. You know, it's like you can just do your business. Right. And, and I would say, as an adult, you probably don't want to go number two, just because. Yeah. People are going to know that, like, did someone in here go poopy in their pants? You know? <laughs> like, yeah. if you're in a small room. But um, but it did make me want to wear diapers more. Oh, yeah. There's some, I can imagine that there's some uh, new layer of security. That's, that's what felt. it is. Yeah. yeah. So how do we redesign them for the 21st century? I don't know. I don't know. The smell factor. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, yeah. Maybe you could, yeah, maybe you could coat them with, like, um, Whatever they make, like dog poop bags, you know, yeah, like you, yeah, once yeah. you put your dog's poop in yeah. a bag, it's kind of like you don't really. So maybe if they made diapers out of that stuff. I think that's a great idea. Do people ask you for medical advice? Um, uh, sometimes because of uh, children's hospital and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it's really dangerous. I mean, I don't know anything about, me you know, but yeah, people will say like, <laughs> should I be mixing this drug with that? And I'm like, I, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Yeah, your your heart is gonna explode if you do that. Like, oh yeah, I did see um, that you posted. Someone tweeted that like their dad was watching and was getting so mad. At yeah, it. and then before he realized that the whole thing is a parody. Yeah, well, it's funny because like uh, the tone, you know, of Children's Hospital and Medical Police is like very absurd. You yeah. know, it's like really dumb people. It's so goofy. Yeah, say, yeah, it's like super goofy. And so some people don't are not down for that at all. Like they turn on, they turn it on and they're like, I'm not having this. Especially if there's no laugh track to yes, indicate that yes. this is worth laughing And we're at. not laughing when right. we're, do, you know, you say crazy stuff, but with a totally straight face. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I, I would say like 90% of people figure out like, oh, okay, this is a comedy, like right away. Right. But 10% but of people are like offended. They're like, <laughs> these doctors are so dumb. This guy's going to get hurt. You know, yeah. like, all right. So technically, you're still doing your job. You're creating a conversation around the show. <laughs> yes, we're talking about healthcare, which is yeah. what's important. Um, okay, someone wants to know: Baby Yoda versus Baby Jabba versus Baby Nut. Who wins? I saw that um, online. Yeah, uh, did I you see the whole, the new planners commercials? A big hubbubaloo. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not up to speed on that. What the, I know that they were going to kill off the peanut, but yeah, then Mr. They, they pulled died. that commercial, right? Like, well, he died, but they brought him back as a baby nut during oh, the Super Bowl. So okay. it's um yeah, it's a baby that just says like I'm back. Yeah, but it's the shape of a baby testicle, right? Yeah, it's a it's a It's clearly a testicle. Yeah, and it's called with a monocle. And it's called baby nut. Like yeah. there's a lot of things in the marketing side that I yeah. would have liked to be a fly on the wall during the brainstorming session. These advertising for. people, I'm telling you, <laughs> guys, just get into comedy. Get out of advertising. You don't want to be in advertising. Save yourself. Um that is weird though about 
about that um, little bit of reality yeah. uh, mixed in there because, um, you know, we are dealing with that also. Like uh, on medical police, uh-huh. we are trying to contain a worldwide virus outbreak. Yeah. And I don't know if you've looked at the news, Grace, but there is a worldwide uh, outbreak going uh-huh. on right now. There's, um, yeah, there's the, uh, it, it's is it in Anaheim? Wasn't it? Yeah, Anaheim? I think it's, uh, yeah, I think and it's. And you like, walked in sick today? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I definitely have it. I do. Yeah. But, um, but no, but there are people on Twitter and stuff and on Instagram that are like, um, is the coronavirus um, viral marketing for wow. medical police? And um, so I just ignore them. But, yeah. That's I mean, we nice. wrote that show. I didn't write it. They wrote that show. I'm trying to take credit for it. <laughs> they wrote the show like, you know, a couple of years ago. Sure. And But isn't that crazy? That but that is nuts. Because we predicted this. Yeah. That's, I mean, now you guys have too much power. I know. I and wonder now, if I'm psychic. Yeah. <laughs> no, whatever comes with the next season, uh, I think people are going to be completely on yes, edge about that uh, being manifested I in real know. life. Oh my gosh. What if we could control it? <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to control the medical industry. You really can't. Uh, okay, what's a question you hate being asked in interviews? And what's a question you've always wanted to be asked? Ooh, gosh, that's a really hard one. A question that I hate being asked in interviews. It's tough um, because we're <clears throat> coming to the end of this interview. I would say, let's go, <laughs> yeah, well, let's look at some of your questions. Yeah, we can um, backtrack. Let's, let's go back because uh, a, a lot trail. of those were really ticking me off. <laughs> There is actually, I do have one question I really want to ask um, because I've never heard of this before and I'm so fascinated by this YouTube Red show that Mm -hmm. you did. Mm -hmm. Do you want to see a dead body? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) This is for real? That was for real. Yeah. Well, YouTube. Well, it's a scripted show. Yeah, it was a scripted show. Because at first I thought it was like a real prank show. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, it was, um, that's actually, again, a a real life thing happened that kind of got our show canceled. Really? And uh, it was that fucking guy that went to the. Logan Paul. Yes. Yeah. But so I. Way back, like started shooting these videos where I would take a celebrity uh-huh. to go see a dead body that I found, and that's it. And yeah. Like that was the whole premise. They were like five like, minutes, like and, comedians in cars, but yeah, a little different. But yeah, it's exactly that. And um, so I did one with like Ben Stiller. I did one with like Deepak Chopra. Um, yeah, it was really crazy. All the so, major gurus. Yeah, all the major gurus, the, the life gurus. But um, and then so um, we ended up doing a whole series for a show mm-hmm. for YouTube Red. Um, and then so they put it out, and I don't think anyone really has YouTube Red. Oh, whoops, am I shitting on them? Sorry. Who knows? Uh, but uh, um, I think that people want to watch YouTube, but I don't know if they wanted to pay for like a original right. show. Oh yeah, because this was still behind the paywall. Yes, yeah, this is behind the paywall. So um, so what happened the, as soon as the show came out? Uh, what's his face went yeah. to like that suicide oh. forest and oh. filmed real dead people like the week before our show wow. came out. So I didn't know that. It, yeah. So wow. our show kind of got like swept under the rug. Yeah. You know? So, oh, shit. but it was a fun, I had a fun time filming. It. Yeah. Like, it was and just super again, fun. so everyone knows your show was scripted. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're totally fake dead bodies. Yeah. It's just a joke about me and no one ever asked. The other joke is that no one ever says like, how did you know about this dead body? You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one says that. Yeah. People are just like, oh, I guess I'll come. Like yeah. it'll be weird to see one. This makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, last question for you. If you could give any celebrity or historical figure a wedgie, who would it be and why? Ooh, a wedgie? A wedgie. Which um, is like so fascinating to me. Yeah. Because it's like <coughs> it's sending hmm. some sort of message to someone. <laughs> yeah. Um 
I would give Martha Stewart a wedgie. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like I was I was uh, unappreciated uh, yeah. on the show. I don't think she really knew me or got wanted to get sure. to know me. Um, and, uh, does that sound terrible giving her no. a wedgie? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't want that's... it to sound violent or anything. No, I would no, no, give no. her a very gentle, it's all just a tug. Playful. Yeah. And I feel like Martha makes a point now to be very in the know of youth culture that she would probably say yes to this wedgie giving and, you Again, know, really make a moment out of it. This is a show we should be pitching, <laughs> right? Celebrity wedgies. Yeah. Celebrities. Celebrities. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get we there. have to go to Netflix and pitch this. We're wasting time. <laughs> I know. They're right there. They're right there. Um, Rob, thank you so much for being here. Chris, this thank you great. for having me. Before so you fun. go, though, um, everyone that um, is a guest on the show gets a personalized fortune <gasps> cookie from us to you them. Guys, yeah, I wasn't you just guys, saving my you breakfast. You tricked me. I tricked you. You tricked I pranked me. you. This is our prank show. Um, can I open it? Yeah, of course. Okay, do you want me to read it or no? Um, yes, please. Okay. I forget what's inside there. Okay, here I go. I'm opening up the. Uh, let me do a little ASMR for yep. people. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was real. It is a podcast, so I want people to know that it's real. And I'm reading that. Oh yeah. Oh wow. We have. Uh, is there? You're choking. Me. Is there a doctor in the house? I, did, I wanted to make this so that I was choking to death. That somehow this thing was making me choke to death. I didn't do a good job. Um, Barbara Streisand cloned her dogs. I'm so blind. Uh, Barbara, Barbara Streisand cloned cloned her dogs for fifty thousand dollars. You have a ten percent chance of being that kind of rich if you play your cards right. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Did she? Is that a real fact? She cloned yeah. her dogs. Yes, she did for fifty thousand dollars. That seems cheap. I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> what like, kind of dog do you have? Uh, she's like a little mixed, got a little boxer face. I actually um, j got the dog DNA test uh, for her. So you're going to clone her? No, I'm oh. going to find out what she is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. With the hopes of cloning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eventually. How do you do a DNA? You just take a hair from a her swab, or you swab her butt? Swab. Swab her butthole. The, the, uh, yeah, I made the choice to do the butthole. They recommend the mouth. The vet is like, take this back. We, I, did, we need some saliva. And I got offended because I went above and beyond for them and they did not appreciate it. Um, Rob, where can people find you and Medical Police and everything that you're up to if they don't already know? Medical Police is currently on Netflix, mm -hmm. so go put it on. And that's it. Um, you know, I'm on Twitter at Rob Hubel and the same thing on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being here. Thank you for having me. And this cookie is delicious. Thank you for baking this. Of course. We do it all here. It's so homemade. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time on Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Not Too Deep. Too Deep. Too Deep. Too Deep. Not Too Deep. With Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer Melissa D. Montz, edited by Shireen Lani Yunus, post-production sound by Chris Henry, and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music.